Sports Conversation on the Believe Network with James Navalins. Joining us today, Anthony Pugh, basketball player development coach, Clockwork Skills. Uh, first off, I appreciate you taking the time, you know, short notice getting on. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me. Anytime I could I could come on anything like this and talk basketball, I'm, I'm always going to be about it. So I appreciate the opportunity. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely, man. Uh, so, yeah, just take me into your background. Kind of obviously, like, you have a ton of followers on Twitter. You know, I, I, I do see the posts, all that kind of stuff. Um, just take me to your player development background and kind of how you got into this entire thing. Yeah, so kind of to make a long story short, because it's a very long story. I uh, I obviously played in high school, uh, small high school. I'm 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 small in stature myself. I'm probably you know five six, five seven. I I tell people all the time I've lied about my height so many times. I don't even know how tall I really am. Uh, so not a Division one athlete by any means. I mean, I, I'd like to think that I was relatively skilled, but just didn't have the physical attributes, which unfortunately you can't control. But I'm a controller, controllable guy, so I I like to control whatever I control, and that was work ethic. You know, I worked my butt off, and uh, I actually became real good friends with a couple players over at Robert Morris in Pittsburgh when I was young. I used to go to their basketball camp all the time, and I became real friends with like guys like Velton Jones, Carvel Anderson, Lucky Jones. If you if you know anything about Robert Morris basketball, I mean, those guys, you know, I was talking to Carvel the other day. Those guys kind of built that program. So, like, where it's at now and, you know, beating Kentucky, all that, that's great. But those guys were kind of, you know, behind the scenes, really building and winning games, you know, with Coach Tool, who's still there. But um, I, they became real fond of me. I was, I was young. I was small. So I was kind of, you know, easy to pick out. I'd go to the camps every year. Um, I did pretty well when I was there. And uh, I became friends with these guys, like actual friends. So we kind of stayed, you know, communicating. I used to go up there in the summertime, like late August. And my brother at the time lived in Pittsburgh. So I would stay with him. And I would drive over to Robert Morris uh, and just basically stay all day and just work out. I mean, we'd work out four or five times a day. I mean, like I knew, and this was, I was in the eighth grade, you know, like, so yep. I knew what the college grind was like and, and, and all that in the eighth grade. So I kind of knew, you know, growing up what I had to do because I knew what guys like that were doing. And that's the level, obviously, when you're young, it's the level everybody wants to compete at. You want to play at the highest level. Um so I became real good friends with them, you know, kind of moving forward a little bit throughout high school. We stayed communicating, you know, whatever. Carvel went over and played overseas. Velton and them graduated. I still, I still went to games. I mean, I, I would go to games all the time. I was actually rewatching a couple games uh, from the NEC when they were in the NEC a couple years ago. And uh, it's just funny now watching those games, remembering like I was there, you know, for all these big games. So I was a senior in high school and I'll never forget it. I, it was right before a district semi semifinal. And uh, I got a text from Carvel and he was like, Hey, you know, uh, what, what are your plans for college? And at the time, I mean, I was getting some division three looks, couple division two looks, no really firm offers, just kind of interest. So I really didn't know. And he was like, well, you know, I was talking to coach Shul, you know, he would love to have you as a walk on, like you should reach out to him. And like, that's all he had to say, you know, if the opportunity was there, then I was in. So I immediately, I actually Facebook messaged Coach Tool, and I said, "Hey, Coach, you know, I, I would, I would love to, you know, have, you know, take any opportunity you're willing to give me." And he said, "Yeah, you know, give me a call." Gave me his phone number. I gave him a call, and and I, you know, applied to the school, got into the school. Um, again, as a walk-on. I mean, it's not really preferred, but I didn't just show up. You know what I mean? Like it was like yeah. preferred, but not preferred. Um, no money, no anything like that. Just you know, everything's on my own dime. Um, so. I go, I go to Robert Morris, you know, I, obviously I'm excited. I get there, you know, early, I'm working out with the guys 
And then kind of as the season progressed, I mean, if anyone knows anything about being a walk-on, number one, like people think that you're just like, you know, a ball boy or, you know, whatever, like I did the same things all the scholarship guys did. You know, I, I actually did probably more because like I had to push all the scholarship guys. So like I was doing extra on top of what was already required, you know? So it's like, the the perception of walk-ons is kind of funny because people think like, oh yeah, you know, you just stand there. Or, oh yeah, this, that, another, like, no, you're a player. You might not get in the games as much, but like behind the scenes, you're doing everything they're doing, you know, if not more. So kind of as the season progressed, uh, I became real close with our starting point guard at the time. And that was Kayvon Stewart. Uh, he was a junior. He's was a starter the past couple years. Uh, he, I don't know what it was. We just kind of became attracted to one another. He, um, would come up to the gym, you know, late. Cause what I would do was I'd work out before practice and I'd come back later in the day. I'd work out after practice. I mean, I was working out literally four or five times a day on top of our weight room stuff, our practice. I mean, things like that. With that being said in practice, I probably wasn't getting as many reps as I wanted because you're a walk-on. So, you know, that's just part of the territory. So a couple nights I was up there and I was always by myself. And then he kind of started to come up and you know, he would go on one hoop, I'd go on the other. Obviously, I'm a little bit intimidated because he's, you know, the starting point guard. I'm a walk-on. You know, naturally, you know, that's how you know that's how it is. He's done a lot. I've done nothing. So it's kind of like, yeah. But um, one time, for whatever reason, I kind of dropped my ball. I went down. I started rebounding for him. You know, he was doing the spot shooting thing. And, you know, he was just kind of doing his thing. And he was telling me, you know, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I was just kind of following his lead. And then after that, you know, he was like, hey, like, do you mind if, like, I jump in your workout, you know, and I was like, yeah, so we'd work out together. And then that kind of slowly shifted to me working him out. So I kind of took myself out of the equation of, I'm not going to do any of the drills. I'm going to just come up with a workout plan for you. So we would have like set days and set times. We'd show up at the gym, we'd work out. And uh, again, this is just me loving basketball and trying to help the team. You know, like if he played better, we won games, which is what ultimately I wanted. Um, So then we developed like a little bit of like a pre-practice, pre-game routine that we used to do, some floaters, some some mid-range stuff, some threes. Real simple, but like his numbers improved drastically to the point where like they wrote an article in the Pittsburgh Gazette like about us. And it was kind of funny because it's like I'm a walk-on. Why am I getting any type of publicity? You know, but again, I was just trying to help the team. You know, I, I didn't really know what I was doing at the time. And his numbers got way better. I mean, again, whether that was for me or not, you know, the jury's out. I don't know. I'll never say it was. Some people think it It was kind of crazy because they jumped almost like double, though. Like, he was shooting, like, in the beginning of the year, like, you know, 30-some percent. Then he went to, like, 50. I mean, it really was, like, a drastic increase. Yeah. So, I'd like to think it had a little bit to do with what we were doing. But, again, not, you know. But I was cutting film for him. I mean, I was doing everything for him. Literally, like, what a coach would do. And the coaches even kind of started making a joke because, like, you know, we would do our normal pre-practice stuff as a team, but, like, me and him would be on a side hoop doing something completely different. And it was like, well, how come they get to do their own thing? And it's like, he's playing way better. You know, whatever, whatever helps, you know. Like, it, they didn't care. I mean, at the end of the day, you want to win, like I said. And uh, so at the end of the year, like, I kind of talked to him. And to this day, I give him, you know, almost all the credit of why I'm doing what I'm doing. I knew I always wanted to get into coaching, but – I didn't know it would be on the player development side of things. And I definitely didn't know I'd own my own company. So, you know, at the end of the year, I had my exit meeting with Coach Toll. And I kind of told Coach Toll, like, listen, I, I, I think I want to try to pursue this. Like, anyone that's in it full time knows how tough it is. I mean, it's tough to make a living out of it. So my thought was I'll finish school, obviously, because that was never, uh, you know, I was always going to graduate, you know, college. I'll finish school. But while I'm in school, I'll, I'll try to build a clientele and try to get a decent amount of kids and players. So when I graduate, 
I'll be able to kind of not have, you know, a full business, you know, you know, in line, but at least have a good, you know, you know, base and a good start. So once I talk to him, I tell people all the time, that was the hardest thing I've ever done because, you know, when you're a player again, and I'm around basketball literally every day, but like when you're a player, it's different, you know, like you almost had to take off your shoes and put on a whole different pair of shoes and look at the game like a whole different way, you know? So like that was tough for me. And, you know, coach Tool, he, he, he did, obviously I was a walk on, so I wasn't scoring 30 points a game, but he did understand, I think the value that I brought in terms of like, I was in the weight room. I was always positive. I was, always had a lot of energy. I was pushing guys, you know, like I would always do more than was what was, what was required. And that, that added, I'd like to think some value to the team and to the program. So he was kind of like, are you sure, you know, like you think, and I'm like, I think that's the best thing I could do. I mean, I can't be a college athlete and try to run a business. Like it's just, and school, it just, it would have been too much. I would have been pulled in too many directions. So that's kind of where I started, you know, where it kind of began. And then I obviously graduated college and then I hit the ground running and now I'm kind of where I'm at now. No, that's amazing. Again, like there's, there's so much of us like in this and it's just like really what I feel like separates it is just like your love. Honestly, like just the love for the game and like your love. And then it becomes like not just the game, but then the people in which you work for and work. That's it. And, and that's, and that's what it's all about for me. It's like, I love basketball. I mean, I've, if one thing that I've learned over myself about myself over the past couple of years, it's like how much basketball literally is everything to me. Like I almost to a fault, you know, almost to where it's like, did, did I ever do anything? Like, I don't know how to do anything else. You know, like I actually had a parent the other day ask me like, if you weren't doing this, like, what would you be doing? And I said, I honestly have no idea. Like I, I never had a backup plan. I, I never had, well, you know, if this fails and I could always do this or that, you know, obviously I have a college degree so I could get a job, but what job that would, I, I really don't know. And, and some people might cringe and be like, that's not a good way to be. But like, for me, that's, that's all I know. You know, I love it. I mean, if I'm not talking about it, I'm watching it. If I'm not watching it, I'm playing it. If I'm not playing it, I'm teaching it. You know, like it's just, it, it, it literally consumes me. I mean, if you look around my house, I have jerseys all over. I have pictures, but like, it's all basketball all the time for me. And like, it's just because I love it. And like you said, you made a great point. Like, I think that's what separates a lot of guys, you know, because at the end of the day, like, you could know a lot, but like, you can't fake the, the passion and the care, you know? So like, if you know a lot and you're passionate, you care about it, like, that just elevates you to a whole nother level. And, and that's easy to pick out on guys to try to act like they do or, or try to pretend that they do versus guys that actually do, you know, live, breathe, eat, sleep, you know, basketball. And I'd like to think that's me for good or bad. I mean, some people might think it's bad. I, I think it's all right. But yeah, that's definitely where I'm at it when it comes to that. Absolutely. T take me through the business element, growing your own company and that avenue and how that's all developed for you, you know, over time since, you know, you've, you know, left school and all that. Yeah. So it's, I mean, to be, I mean, my degree is in sports psychology. So my degree is not in business. You know, I took a marketing class just as like a general, you know, basically like a filler class kind of wish I would have taken that more seriously now that I, you know, have a business. But again, that wasn't the, that wasn't the plan. Uh, so I'm kind of learning on the fly. I mean, like that's to me, that's the hardest part of doing this is like, the business side of things, you know, like the pricing, you know, renting gyms, you know, your taxes, all like hiring, like right now I'm kind of in the process. I'm trying to hire a couple people on just to take some, some, you know, players off my plate, some younger kids, just so I have more mm -hmm. time, 
you know, for, for my high, cause I'm primarily high school, college and, and pro like, that's kind of where I lie. I don't really work with many young kids anymore just cause I don't have time, but there are a lot of young kids that would like to work, you know, with the company. So I'm kind of in the process of trying to hire people, which is a whole nother, you know, you know, bag of problems. So like the business stuff is, is hard, way harder than the basketball stuff, but in order to you know have the basketball stuff, you got to be able to do the business stuff. So like, just like learning and like, that's where like, I just like how like basketball coaches pick other basketball coaches minds. I, I pick, you know, business owners minds. Hey, you know, how do you do this? Or how would you do that? Or how would you price that? Or how would you price this? Like, it, it's all about like, obviously, you have to make money. But it's like, how could you do it in the most efficient way possible? Because right now, I mean, in the summertime, I'm in the gym, literally, from eight to nine, you know, like all day. And, and I love it. Don't get me wrong, but I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm only 26 years old, so I'm young, but like, I'm also a long-term thinker. So it's like, is that sustainable? You know, can you do that forever? I don't know. So like, I'm trying to kind of think about, well, how can I, you know, maximize and make my days a little bit more efficient? So I'm talking to some people about that, but the business stuff is, it, it's, it's nice because you get to kind of, you know, do, you know, go at your own beat. But with that being said, like people all the time, like if I have friends, oh, hey, you want to do this? You want to do that? And it's like, I can't, you know, I have workouts, you know, tonight. Oh, well, can't you cancel them? I mean, yeah, I could. But that, then you become the dude that is, you know, unreliable and he canceled. Yeah. Like, so like it, the, the scheduling is nice because you can, you know, make your own schedule. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you can't though, you know, like it's like a, yeah, it's yeah, a fine yeah. line between like, yeah. you have to work when you could work and it would be great. Like my mom the other day was even talking to me about vacation. Like, Oh, you know, we're going to Florida, you know, in April, you should come. And I'm like, I, I can't. She said, well, yes, you can. I'm like, no, I can't. Like, I, I, I don't want to. And that's more so because like, I don't want to leave my players, you know, like I, I'm here for them. And, and that's, you know, what I want. I'm not a big vacation guy as is. So it's like, I don't want to do that. So like the scheduling is like kind of a pro, but it, it's not really a pro because you you're kind of still have to work those hours. You know, you don't really have much of a choice unless you don't want to work. Like I said, and then you become unreliable and then you lose clients. So it's kind of like you have to grind, you know, like, especially right now, like I'm, I'm in that phase of just pounding the pavement. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm grinding. I'm, I'm working a lot, but again, I'm not complaining. You'll, you'll never hear me complain. I might be like, man, I'm in the gym all day today, but I'm not going to go, I'm not going to cry about it. You know, it's like at the end of the day, I'm in the gym all day, you know, teaching basketball. I mean, trust me, life could be much worse, but that's, yeah, that the business side is, is interesting because it's a lot harder than I thought, but I wouldn't change anything about it. Without question, without question. Um, so let's, let's go through this now, just kind of your own core values, whether that's business, whether that's just you personally, like your core values that you kind of live by on a daily basis. Yeah. So like for me, I'm, I, I, I am the definition of like, at least I like to think like someone that I practice, you know, I practice what I preach. I mean, I'm a, I'm an extreme, extremely hardworking guy. I mean, I wake up every day at 5am. I go, I work out, you know, like I'm that guy, you know, like no one's making me do that. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying if you're not waking up at five, you're not where I'm not saying that that's just how I am. Though. I'm, I'm very disciplined, you know, like I'm very committed to, to, to what I want to do. Um, so like, but like when it comes to my personal core values, that's what I push on, you know, my players. And I just named a couple. I mean, the work ethic is huge to me. The commitment side is huge. Like, what are you doing? Like, are, are you committed to doing it? Or if you're not committed to doing it, that's a red flag right there. Like, it doesn't even matter what it is, just in everyday life. Like, 
especially with the new year, you know, a lot of new year resolution people, you know, whatever. And that's great. But like commit to it, you know, do it. And then you got the discipline factor too, which kind of goes hand in hand with commitment. Like do what you say you're going to do and do it all the time. You know, like that's, that's big for me. And then like, I always talk about this idea of purpose, you know, like what, like, like, why are you playing basketball? You know, like there's some kids that I work with that are in high school. They just want to have a great high school career, which is completely fine. You know, like I, I get that. And they might not be good enough to play in college if they wanted to, you know, so like, that's fine. But like, for me, you have to establish like what that, like, what, what is that purpose? Like, what is your long-term goal? Like, why do you play? You play for fun. Do you play because you want to, you know, get out of a situation. Do you play because you want a free education? Like that stuff to me is important. So like the, the values that I live on a daily basis personally is the same values that I like to think I bring out in the company because that's, that's just who I am. You know, like, so it's, it's very easy for me to be authentic and to be who I am and, and not try to fake it, you know, not try to push all this, you know, raw, raw stuff on kids. Mm-hmm. Cause like you can't, if I'm, if I'm, if you're a player and I'm talking to you and I say, Hey, listen, like, you got to clean up your diet. You know, like you're out of shape. You got to get in better shape. You're not going to look at me and go, well, look, you know, you eat like crap and you're, you're out of shape. You know, I'm in great shape. I eat good. You know, like I, I've, I eat very shy, very clean, very strict diet. You know, I have very strict, you know, workout routine. Like I'm in shape. So like, it's almost like that last dance, Michael Jordan quote, when he said, I wouldn't ask anybody to do what I wouldn't do. And like, that's how I like to live. You know, like I, when I talk to kids about getting X amount of shots up, you know, yeah, you got to shoot hundreds of shots before school or after school or whatever. Like I did that, you know, like I know, like, I'm not going to try to, you know, sell you this fake thing of, okay, you got to shoot 10,000 shots a day. Like that. No, you're, you don't need to do that, but you got to shoot hundreds, you know, like at least if not thousands, you know, like, so like for me, that idea of living what I'm trying to instill in these players is huge. And that's what I do literally every day. And, and they know that from like, whether it's following me on social media, whether it's, you know, just knowing me as an individual, they know that I am that way in real life. So they know that if I'm working with this guy, I better, you know, kind of keep up with him. Cause I'll have kids messing around with me. He's like, Hey, you know, Hey, you know, coach, what time did you wake up yesterday? I woke up, you know, earlier than you. And like, it's almost like a game and it's like, I like that. You know, like I, I, I like you to try to, you know, outdo me. Although I tell kids all the time, I'm like, listen, don't wake up at five. That's not good. Like I'm not, sleep is important. I'm not, you know, don't mm-hmm. do that. I'm just, I'm wired different. You know, I'm, I'm crazy when it comes to that, but like, that's what I mean though. So it's almost becomes like a game within a game. And like, that's the number one thing I try to do though, is whatever I, you know, am telling these players, I, I try to live myself. Those standards and, and keeping those standards daily. And you say yourself, like you, if, if you yourself aren't that standard, how can you talk all this stuff with all your players and, Hey, you got to do X, Y, Z. No, like I, I got to be that standard every single day, first and foremost. So I, I believe yeah. that is definitely, you got to be the example. Um, yeah. But now take me through this. Cause obviously you just mentioned it. Like, you know, you have younger players, meaning below, you know, high school, middle school, whatever mm-hmm. that want to work with you. And obviously there's a ton of guy, people that man, woman that work with you. Mm-hmm. How do you identify like, all right, that's a type of player I want to work with and versus not because there is that line. Like you could get, you could get all these clients in the world, but it's like, you got to have the right clients that are about your same values, you know? And that's, and that's huge to me because like a lot of people will just, and when I first started, I worked with anybody. You know, like that's how it, cause that's how you have to get started. I mean, anybody you talk to that's in this space is going to agree. I mean, you work with 
a second grader who can't walk and chew gum at the same time, you know, you, but you, but you learn a lot, you know, like you learn a lot and that's important, you know, you know, growth for you. But like, for me, if you're not going to work hard, that's an automatic red flag. I mean, I'm not a babysitter, you know, like you'd be surprised too. Like that doesn't even just apply to younger kids. I mean, that's high school, college guys, you know, girls that come in and it's like, what are we doing here, man? You know, like, 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 I mean, what, like I, I had a kid a couple weeks ago that I literally asked that, you know, there, I walked up to him and I'm like, dude, what are we doing? I'm like, this is a joke. I said, you're not getting better. I'm not getting better. No one's getting better right now. You know, so like, 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 what's up with that? So like, number one, if you don't work, I'm not you. I'm not the guy. Number two is like I said, you have to be committed. Like the idea of if you show up and you expect me to snap my fingers and you just become better, like the, I don't sell that. You know, like I don't tell parents like, hey, yeah, you know, like if he wants to become a better shooter, I can make him a better shooter in an hour. You know, like that's not so like if you're not going to be committed to and that's not even like coming, you know, every week or every, you know, what just like committed to getting better and committed to, to me and to coming and to like the process. Cause you know, it, everyone, you know, every coach knows it. Like it's a process, you know, like if you want to become a good shooter, it's a lot of form shooting, you know, it's a lot of pickup. It's a, it's a lot of boring stuff, but like, that's how you became a, become a good shooter. So like, if you're not going to be committed to that process, like that, I mean that there's no point in us working because I teach in progressions. So, you know, like I tell, I use the example all the time. Like when you're in school, you take algebra one before you take algebra two. Like, that's how I like to think I am. If, if you can't do a jab step, you're not going to be able to do a jab step counter. You know what I mean? Like, so like yeah. if, if, and if I see you once and we work on a jab step and then I see you three months later and I go, okay, today we're going to add, you know, we're going to jab, we're going to counter. And you, and you look at me and go, wait, up. how do we do that again? Like, that's just going to slow the process down, you know? So it's like, you're not committed to the process. And then the last one, like I mentioned with the values is the purpose. Like, like, why are we here? You know, like that's one thing I tell, I ask players all, one of the first questions I ask, whether you're younger, older, doesn't matter. Like I got pro guys that I'll ask, you know, like, like, all right, like, like, like why are we here? Like, what are we doing? Well, I want a new contract or, or I want, I want a better opportunity or, Oh, you know, I, I want to make more money to take care of my family. Or you got college guys that want to get to play pro. You got high school kids that want to play in college. Like, so like, cause I'm going to give you everything I have regardless, you know, no matter if you want to be a great high school player or if you want to be a pro, like I'm going to give you everything I have, but you know, and anybody that's been around, you know, high level athletes knows like there's a different level you got to take, you know, there's a different notch you have to go up if, if you really want to, you know, you know, be great and like, you know, elevate to that next level. So like those three things, like if you're not going to do that, and you're not going to answer those questions and be honest with me. And I could tell, you know, just like most probably can, like where guys lie. But I ask players that, and, and, and their answers are, mean a lot. Like, because I had a kid, actually a high school kid in the area who's not that bad. And he reached out to me last week, and, you know, he wanted to get some work in. And, and you know, he's like, how do we go about it, whatever. And I sent him some questions, you know, like kind of just like what I asked you, you know, like, you know, what's your work ethic like, you know, are you, I, I, I love asking the question too. What's on time. What's on time. Mean? And well, when the workout starts, no, that's not on time. That's late. You know, like, like that's, and that you'd be surprised how many people tell me that, you know, like they'll, well, well, obviously on time is when the workout starts. Like, no, that's not on time, man. Like 10, 15 minutes is on time. And I know some people feel different about that. Oh, as long as they have their shoes on by the time. Like, all right. That's fine. That's you. You're not, you're not me though. You know, like for me, mm. on time is 10 to 15 minutes early. 
You know, so like little things like that. So I sent out the questions. I haven't got a response. And, 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 my, and my take on that is this. He wasn't expecting that. He was expecting, okay, the cost is this. The gym is here. This is what I have open next week. And, and we're going we're gonna to go. Not, well, you know, what's your work ethic like? What's on time? What's your purpose? You know, like, are you committed? If we do this for X amount of time, are, are you going to be frustrated? Are you going to be willing to do that? You know, like, he wasn't expecting that. So when you throw that at kids, you know, and this is a junior in high school. So he's not even really, he's a kid, but like, not really. You know, he's not like in the mm-hmm. fifth grade. So it's like, when you throw that at kids, they kind of look at you kind of like, really? And it's like, yeah, man, I, I don't work with everybody. And that's what I tell people. And that's kind of the reputation I've built, which I like, because I don't want, you know, any, oh yeah, anybody, you know, just, yeah, text him. He'll, he'll work with you. If we're not a good fit and that's not your fault, that's not my fault. And that's not me being arrogant. That's just me understanding, like you said, like the type of players I want to work with. And if you don't fit that, then unfortunately that's, that, that, you know, that's an issue. And there's a million other guys that I'm sure that, that would take your money and, and that would, you know, train you and, but they're not going to give you the other values that I believe in and that I instill in myself and in my players, you know, like they're not going to give you that. So it's kind of like trying to find perfect matches and, and it's tough. And, and some kids might not start off as a perfect match, but as you get to know them and as you progress with them, they kind of start to mold into what, you know, what you would like. And, and that's when they become a better player. And that's when that light bulb goes off. So just that's one of the toughest parts too, is finding that player and, and finding those people that align with you. Cause not everyone does. That's yeah. I mean, it's, it's everything you're saying, you know, this isn't even the basket. This is not basketball stuff. This is just how you carry yourself, how you go about everything. Like the way you, yep. as you say, like the way you go about anything is the way you go about everything. Yes. And having those people that are truly coming and you had like the junior in high school, like he's also got to learn, but like, you know what you sending that question air, like, all right, maybe he doesn't respond, but maybe like down the road, like either it's six months from now or maybe five years from now, like that's a moment where it's like, damn, like that dude actually saw what was best for me. Yes. Now, maybe you two never actually get to work with each other, but like a moment like that, I, I believe will resonate with that person down the line, you know, and I, that is so important. And, yeah, and I and, feel like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, not to cut you off, but like, that's like, you hit a great point. Like I want to work with good people. You know, like I want to work with great people, man. Like at the end of the day, I do have some players that I work with that they're not great basketball players. You know, they're, they're not, but man, they're early. They show up, man. The one kid I got, he's a freshman. I love him to death. I've been working with him for years. He's gotten a hundred percent better. If you would have saw him day one, you would be like, holy crap. If you see him now, you'd be like, wow, man, like you've, well, I don't even know if this kid's, you know, going to be a really good high school player. He might just be average. You know, I have no idea. But, man, does he do everything I tell him? You know, does he do – is he committed? Like, it's just like, to me, everyone's feeling is different, and that's the basketball side. But, like, he's a great dude. He shows up early. You know, he, he does, like I said, what I told him. He's a good kid. He listens. He's respectful. Like, stuff like that just goes along. He returns texts and – five minutes or less, you know, like I, I know that's another big one for me is like, return my phone call, mm-hmm. return my text, return my email, you know, like, like, like don't add, don't big time me. No one's that busy, mm-hmm. you know, like, come on, give me a break. So like kids like that, like are, are why I do what I do. And like the people aspect, you know, I would do anything for that kid. You know, And just like uh, the majority of my players, like joking around, like I t- always tell them, like, listen, if you're ever drunk and you need a ride home, call me. 
I'll come pick you up. You know, like, and and I really, really mean that. Like, I would do any, and that goes beyond basketball. That's a personal thing because you're a good person. You're, you're a good, you're a good man. You're a good woman. Whatever the case may be, like, like I know you want a good life, and basketball isn't everything. You know, so like that's huge too. Is, is the idea that these are bigger than players. They're they're people, and and I want to work with great people and good players. Without question, now. I know we're going a little bit longer than I said. But you, no, you better, no, no, you, you no, no, listen, I, I'm a talker, so go ahead. Let's keep it rolling. <laughs> Let's keep this going. So uh, we, we focused on the off-the-basketball stuff, which is the most important, as, we, as we've discussed here. Take me through your vision development-wise. And obviously, like, it's different with each individual person, what they can do skill-wise, all that, positionally, like, all that stuff is different. But what's your overall vision for, like, your development that you um, provide to your players? Yeah. So, I mean, I think like you hit it on, obviously it's very individualized you know, based on the player, but generally speaking, like I'm a big footwork guy. I think that's very, very important because it's, that's important, like for everything, you know, when you look at passing, when you look at ball handling, when you look at finishing, shooting, all that. So like kind of like a foundation piece is always necessary. And then moving into that, like you got to be able to shoot, you know, like that's, I mean, that's, I think that, I think every coach in the world would agree with me on that. Like nowadays, if you can't shoot, it's going to be tough to play. So like having that, having, giving them those tools to shoot. And I think the biggest thing with shooting too is if you kind of show them and lead them the way of like what to do, if they're really committed, they'll do it on their own. So like, if you kind of give them the tools, you, you're going to hope that they're going to do it on their own. Therefore, that'll kind of make the, make the process a little quicker. And then lastly, like is the conditioning piece. I, I like incorporating, you know, like, whether it's in a shooting drill, finishing drill, ball handling. I like conditioning because, like, I tweeted something the other day about, like, I've been to a lot of games, and I've been to, you know, high school, college, pro, men, women, everything, you know, like, and the conditioning piece is big because, like, a lot of really good players can't stay on the floor because you're tired. So it's like trying to kind of not just get on the line and run, you know, like, we're, we're going to get shots or we're going to try to add something, you know, to this. Like, I think that's big. And then my, my last piece that is kind of like a big thing for me is the variability, like when it comes to like the drill, if you will, you know what I mean? Like obviously decision-making is important as well, but like the variability, like, okay, we're going to shoot, you know, catch and shoot three from the corner. Then you're going to lift to the wing. You got a one dribble pull up. Then you're going to back up. I'm going to throw it out to you. You're going to come off a ball screen for a three, you know, so you have like three different shots, mm -hmm. you know, but all on the same side of the floor, you know, like, so trying to add that like variability, like I'm big on that. I'm not big on cones or anything. I, I don't really use a lot of cones and that's yeah. not shade to people who use cones. I think cones are great, especially for younger kids. I think they're great. Mm. But if you give me a, a college player, I I'm I'll play D, you know, or I'll bring somebody mm. in and they'll play D or I'll set the screen or, you know, he'll set the screen. Like someone's gonna, just cause you, you got to see bodies. Once you reach a certain point, like you have to, you have to start seeing actual looks. You know what I mean? Like, so when you're younger, cones are great, I think. And I think even when you're older, there's a time and a place for them. But personally, you know, I, I want bodies, you know, over cones. So, like, those are the big things for me. And then, obviously, like you touched on, is, like, the individualization of it. Like, okay, well, where do you get shots? How do you get shots? What offense the team runs? Like, I'm a film guy. I love watching film. So, like, I start working with a player. The first thing I do is dive in, you know, into their film and kind of see how they're getting shots, where they're shots, even the offense that they run, you know, just to kind of think, well, you might not get this shot a lot, but you're going to have the opportunity to get this mm -hmm. shot. So like things like that, but that goes into the, you know, the individualization of it. But uh, 
Yeah, every I mean, every player is different. Personally, I like individual workouts. I, I, I know a lot of, especially in this space, like, again, from a business standpoint, that's not always the best, you know, mm-hmm. because, you know, with, with the money, you get more kids, you know, like, again, that's business, you know, like, it is what it is. So, like, I do run group stuff for, like, decision-making and things like that. But, man, like, to me, there's nothing better than just getting one player in the gym and just working. You know, like, there's nothing, like, I – empty gym you know i i uh, gives me goosebumps because i love it you know like so it's like to me i personally like that more and and i do a lot of that you know like i do probably more individual stuff and i do group stuff and again business standpoint could be better but personal standpoint i love it so it's like that's kind of where i'm at with that like as long as you could get other bodies in the gym and it's not you know just you in a chair, you know, like that's, that, that's where the individual workouts kind of lack, but that's kind of where I'm at with that. And again, everybody's different. So it's kind of tough to give you the general, but that's kind of like the cookie cutter, you know, layout. Yeah. I, 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 from my standpoint, like as making it as game, like game, like situations, game speed, like that way and incorporating obviously all the skill sets within everything, mm-hmm. that's the best way to go about it. Yeah, if we can 100%. incorporate both and all that and the speed of it and the tempo of it, and obviously like individuals got to be ready to work all that. Like that's the level in which you want to be at. Cause I agree. Like, and like group workout stuff's cool, but getting that one-on-one yeah. in the gym, developing that person, that person we're attacking, whatever we're attacking. Like, I don't think there's anything better either. Well, so I'm well, definitely and, with and, you on that. And the thing with that too, like is that's where you become, you know, really familiar with the, with the player, you know, and with mm-hmm. the person. You know, yes. so like that's when, you know, you got water breaks and you're bullshit, you know, like that's like free throws, you know, you're, you're talking to them and like things like that, like that's where you become very like involved outside of just, oh yeah, I'm going to a workout today. It's like, no, like you're going to work out with me. That's just going to be me and you. I'm going to see your best days. I'm going to see your worst days. I'm going to see you after you broke up with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. I'm going to see you, you know, if you're, if you failed a test, you know, like, or if you passed it, t- you know, like you're going to see players in, in all those, all those, you know, emotions. So it's like, then when you go to the games and you watch them play, it's kind of funny. Cause you're like, man, I remember last week when, you know, he or she was, you know, in a real bad mood and they were missing shots and now they're playing well, you know? So it's like, you're like the behind the scenes guy, you know? And like, and I really, really enjoy that because, I don't have any kids. So like, to me, a lot of these players I work with, they're extended family, you know, like they're, they're my, you know, my, my, my brother, my sister, you know, like they're, they're really close to me. So like that, those times that even we spend together, I'm sure they, you know, enjoy, but I enjoy just as much because Mm -hmm. it's like, those are, you know, those are my people. Those are my friends. You know, those are my, I don't look at them as, Oh, well they're clients or they, you know, they pay my bills or they like, no, those, those are my, you know, those are my people and those are the people I enjoy spending, you know, every day with. So like, that's also big and that's big with the individual stuff. Now it makes it real. It makes it matter. Yeah. And I, and, and that's, that's the biggest thing. Last yep. couple things here. Now I'm all about getting better. Like we gotta be constantly improving. Like we can't be like, Hey, you're, you're 26. You have a company. Like I'm good. Like, and yeah. I, I already can tell like that. That's not you like no, constantly yeah, pushing, no. constantly developing, constantly growing. Right. So what, what's that vision for your own development here going forward? Like what, even like now, like, all right, these are a couple of things like I'm working on trying to get better at today. I think my thing, like you said, is like, I'm always, literally, I always try to get better. Like for me, 
like my ultimate goal is like I want to be able to sit down with anybody in basketball and talk basketball, whether you're a coach, whether you're a trainer, whether you're a fan, whether you're a player. So like if I sat down with Phil Jackson, I want to be able to talk about the triangle and know what I'm talking about. You know, like I want to be able to sit at any table. So like for me, like obviously the player development stuff is big and I'm always growing in that. But like also just like learning offensive concepts, defensive concepts, like we have Youngstown State, you know, university over by me. So like I've been talking to their coaches. I've been going to some practices. You know, I've been like, hey, you know, what do you do on this or what do you do on that? You know, like pick and roll coverages, like stuff like that. So like at growth as an overall basketball mind is is very big to me. And then as an individual, like I, I'm big on like personal development. So like I love like how I could optimize my life, you know, how I could like become better, you know. So like for me, that started with, you know, got to eat better. Then I started with obviously you got to work out, you know, but then like little things like, you know, if you journal in the morning or if you read, I have a book, it's called the daily stoic every morning. It has a different, you know, reading. And it's like, a, it's like, it's, a, it's from different, you know, stoics. And it's cool because some days it feels so relevant. You know, some days you're like, man, I needed that today. So it's like kind of, and then I have things I write down, like three things that, you know, went well yesterday, three things that, you know, could have went better, you know, things like that. Just kind of keeping myself grounded and keeping myself like, and all the time, like, I'm just trying to get better in every way. I mean, professionally, you know, career-wise, and then personally. So for me, it's always about finding, like, the next thing, like, how I could elevate even a little bit more. You know, like, if I take this vitamin or if I take this supplement or if I take this, you know, like, just, like, how I could, be, you know, feel better, look better, you know, perform better, things like that. Um, but from the, you know, business standpoint, obviously learning more, you know, about business, how I can optimize my time and how I could – you know, make sure that I'm able to, you know, live a life while, you know, doing this, you know, as a career. But like we touched on earlier, like I said, my life is basketball. So like, you don't really get away from that. You know, it's kind of like, it's all the time. I come home from the gym and I turn on a league pass and I watch a game, you know, like it's just, you don't really, and I'm on my computer at the same time, you know, watching, you know, I'm on Synergy or whatever. So like, you don't really ever get away from it, but that's because I love it. But I think that's big too, is kind of trying to maybe find something to, to help me, you know, kind of step away and kind of, well, I can do this and kind of let my mind loose a little bit, which is always a good thing. But literally when it comes to getting better, I t anything and everything I could do just to get a little bit better, I'm, I'm willing to do. Absolutely. La last question here. And this is kind of what I'm about, like being, becoming really the best version of myself. And then, you know, being in the industries that we are like, as much as it's about me becoming the best version of myself, like it's about everybody else around me helping them become the best version of them, themselves. So what's the best version of you? I think the best version of me is, is helping people, but using basketball as a vehicle to do that. Um, I, I'll never forget. I had a very good conversation with my college uh, counselor and we were kind of talking about what my next move was. And when you tell anybody that you're, you know, a basketball trainer, they kind of look at you and kind of laugh like, what? You're a like I've had people like ask me how I make money. Yeah, I like you tell them what you do and it's like, oh, you know, I've, I'm a basketball trainer. Or, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a basketball coach, whatever. And they're like, oh, that's yeah, fun. You know, like, so how do you like make money? And it's kind of like, well, that was a slap in the face, you know? So it's like, ah. so like that was an actual conversation I had where she was kind of was like, 
you know, like, well, wh where do you see this going? Like, where do you see yourself? Like, how do you, how can you make this into a living? You know? And like, she was like, what, what do you love to do? And I said, well, obviously I love to play basketball. I love basketball. And she said, yeah, but like beyond that. And I said, I love to help people. And, and I, and I really, I really do like any, whether that's basketball or just in everyday life, you know, I, I really, I love to help people. And I get that from my mom. I think my mom is a giant, you know, like helper, like anything she can do, she'll do to this day. So like, she was like, well, use basketball then to do your ultimate, you know, passion, which is helping people. And that kind of stuck with me because that makes sense. You know, like some people, not everybody, but the majority of people are, are in basketball to help people. You know, they, like, they want to see improvement. They want to build relationships. They want to see, like, I tell people all the time, when I go to watch players that I train play and they play well, I leave happier than when I played if I played well. You know, it's like, and that's how I know I'm, I'm, I'm in the right thing and I'm doing the right thing because, like, I leave and I'm smiling ear to ear. Not because it's like, look at me, but it's like, man, I know how hard that kid bust their ass. You know, like, I, I know how hard some days were and I know how hard, you know, they worked and how committed they are and, like, how they gave me everything all the time. So, like, that, that, that truthfully makes me happy and it makes me feel fulfilled. So, like, my best version is obviously basketball, but I think – at the end of the day, it's how much value and how much, you know, like joy and happiness and help I'm providing to other people every day. It's big time. Honestly, this was big time. I'm serious. No, uh, listen, I, I appreciate you because when you reach out, I, I always love to do this. And it's funny because everybody always, always like, yeah, just, you know, 30 you know, over 20 minutes. It's like, nah, man, like you don't, you don't know me. Like we're, we're going to go, we're, we're going to go for a little longer just because, Again, I mean, I hope that people could kind of understand and, and kind of hear it in my voice and hear how I talk and, and how, you know, how I handle myself, like how passionate I am about it. I mean, that you're not going to find, because that's something I get a lot about, like Twitter, like about my tweet. Oh, yeah, you know what? How do you schedule your tweets or what do you think? I'm like, dude, listen, I'll be sitting, I'm talking to you or I'm talking to somebody else and something comes up and I go, wow, you know, I'm, I'm going to tweet that. You know, I grab my phone. I, it's just my, it's my actual thoughts, like. So people are always interested to kind of like talk to me because they're like, I'm sure you know people and I know people, you meet them in real life and you're like, man, you're nothing like, well, you're on the internet, you know, like you're Jesus. But like, that's like, this is how I am, you know, like this is how I, it's how I carry myself every day. Like I try to be as positive and optimistic as I can. And, and I'm a basketball dude, you know, like that's straight up, like I'm a basketball dude through and through. And uh, I just, I appreciate your time and I appreciate you having me because again, Anytime I could do this, I'm always going to be willing to do it. No, of course. Uh, sports conversation here with James Navalance, Anthony Pugh. Uh, this was big time. Thanks, man. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.